Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are for Christmas Day, uh, Mass at Dawn. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. See, the Lord proclaims to the ends of the earth, Say to daughter Zion, your Savior comes. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you shall be called frequented, a city that is not forsaken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, a light will shine on us this day, the Lord is born for us. A light will shine on us this day, the Lord is born for us. The Lord is king, let the earth rejoice, let the many isles be glad. The heavens proclaim his justice, and all peoples see his glory. A light will shine on us this day, the Lord is born for us. Light dawns for the just, and gladness for the upright of heart. Be glad in the Lord, you just, and give thanks to his holy name. A light will shine on us this day, the Lord is born for us. A reading from St. Paul's letter to Titus. Beloved, when the kindness and generous love of our God appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go then to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It is the year 1223, about two weeks before Christmas. Francis had just returned from a long journey to Rome, where the constitutions for his young congregation, the Order of Friars Minor, which we commonly call the Franciscans today, have been approved. He is staying in a small hermitage and wants to celebrate the upcoming feast with the local population. He prays about how he can help the people understand just how wondrous the mystery of the Incarnation is. Remembering a cave in the nearby town of Greccio, He asked a friend there to help him prepare the Christmas liturgy by gathering a few simple things to convey the the reality of that first Christmas night. A manger, which is literally a trough from which large animals ate, filled with hay, a carved figure of a baby, a live ox, and a live donkey. Nothing else. No figures of Mary and Joseph or shepherds or wise men from the East. No angels, no star. Just a baby lying in an animal trough, a donkey, and an ox. On Christmas Eve night, the people walk in procession to the cave, carrying torches and candles for midnight mass. 
A local priest leads the prayers. Francis, who is not a priest, but a deacon, sings the gospel and preaches the homily. As he spoke, he holds the figure of the baby. Observers note that he spoke with such passion, such emotion, that the figure he is holding in his arms seems to come alive. Some say, in fact, that it did. Francis wanted the people to understand the immensity of God's love, demonstrated by his coming into the world as a helpless child, sleeping not in a palace of gold, but exposed to the elements in an animal shelter. God, Almighty God, so far beyond our capacity to understand, so different from us, he, he who created the world, who sustains all things in being, is born in our midst so that we can see, touch, kiss, hear, and love him. And so we can see the love that seemed beyond our sight. Francis is so overwhelmed with the mystery, he can't even say the child's name, calling him only the child of Bethlehem. It was on that night that our tradition of placing a nativity scene in our homes and churches began. Much as we try, there are no words adequate to describe the mystery that we celebrate today. A mystery, by its very nature, is truth hidden in plain sight. The Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, became human, not only to redeem, but to sanctify the human race and all of creation. Eternity is hidden in time. The supernatural is hidden in the natural. The extraordinary is hidden in the ordinary. Greatness is hidden in humility. And yes, as the child will teach us, life is hidden in death. Infinite love, mercy, and goodness is hidden in the finite and fallen world. Because the word became flesh, in this season we gaze upon a common evergreen tree with wonder and awe. We watch classic movies, Christmas Carol, Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life, made by a decadent Hollywood industry and those who work in it. But yet, these imperfect films and the stories that inspired them give us hope in the essential goodness of the human person. We repeat honored traditions in our families that in themselves may be trite or even silly, but that somehow hold such a profound, inexplicable meaning for us. We somehow have the ability to find joy even amidst pain and to be thankful when everything isn't quite as it should be. Our gospel today speaks of the moment when the shepherds came to visit the newborn child who lay in a manger. The visible reality of the scene was unremarkable. And yet the truth of the scene has caused our minds to remain fixed on it for more than 2,000 years. St. Paul, in his letter to Titus, speaks of the time when the kindness and generous love of God our Savior appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his mercy. He's speaking of the birth of the Son of God into the world. Yes, at a, at a fixed moment in time, in Bethlehem of Judea, but not only then, because the infinite goodness and generous love of God appears to us every Christmas season, and if we're willing to see it all throughout the year, at every moment of every day, eternity hidden in time, the supernatural hidden in the natural, the extraordinary hidden in the ordinary, greatness hidden in humility, life hidden in death, infinite love, mercy, and goodness hidden in our finite and fallen world, because the word was made flesh and made his dwelling among us, now 
and forever. Amen. No words can explain such joy. Merry Christmas. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a wonderful day. Please say a prayer for me. Thank you.